sure. <laughs> uh, what did you ask for, Nick? Uh, a double coffee, <laughs> which is like two spoons of coffee. Yeah. And four sugars. Right. And you hate coffee. I hate coffee. But you keep forcing yourself. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just had double tea. Two bags. No, but tea's not as strong as coffee, is it? Yeah. Now, see, this is the thing. <laughs> tea in the, is, stronger than strong. coff- is, is stronger than coffee, percentage-wise. Mm. But there's so much more volume of coffee in a cup of coffee than supposed to a cup of tea. Alright. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the whole, like, well, you know, why do you feel higher off coffee than tea? Because so, there's more of it. That's all it is. So it's not going to be good. Um, oh. <laughs> let's, have a, let's have a taste. That's not bad, actually. <laughs> I think the four sugars help. Yeah, four sugars helps the diabetic enjoy stuff. <laughs> Anything, just give me four sugars and it'll be fine. That's that's right. Pleasantly surprised, yeah. Yeah, I was expecting it to be... Well, I was expecting it to be bitter. Yeah, no. there's four sugars. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's that's how I used to have mine. I used to have two scoops of coffee and two sugars and then, like, half a cup of milk. Like, heavy milk. So it's just like... Heavy milk? Yeah, you know, like the full cream. None of this pop rock milk. (laughs) (laughs) Talking ACDC milk. The full cream, you can feel it in your arteries kind of milk. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I've gone through a dietary responsibility cycle. Like, <laughs> I've just noticed, like, I tried to have I had chorizo for dinner. I feel terrible. Oh, really? Yeah. It's just so oily. Yeah. I had four s- strips of it. Like Strips? Yeah, well, like, sausages, things. Four full sausages? <laughs> feel a bit sick. You meant to have like a quarter of one. <laughs> no, mate, no. No, because I, I was, I cooked like, I don't even know what I cooked. I cooked chicken and chorizo and onion and cloves of garlic this was in a night. wrap with madras. No, I tried it again, like right. t- tonight. Right. Because I was like, I'm not going to be it defeated. so well yeah. last time. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I thought- you didn't try it last time. Well, I looked at it and it was yeah. no, but yeah, basically I did try. Uh, Chorizo's made me feel a bit. Ooh. Same with ice cream. I can't eat ice cream anymore. It's a good thing. You're diabetic. I know. <laughs> medically, I was never meant to. Well, medically, no one's supposed to eat ice cream. No, it's, yeah. but like literally, I just can't eat it anymore. I feel absolutely horrible, and it's got. I think it's got nothing to do with the diabetes. <laughs> it's just like oh, so ridiculously cold, or yeah. whatever. I don't know what it. Oh, God. <laughs> But yeah, I think, um, so yeah, maybe I'm less inclined to lots of chorizo and ice cream (laughs) and moving towards uh, strong coffee. Yeah, it's still not great. What's that? It's not a great change. No. It's an okay change. What is it they say? There's like seven spoons of sugar in uh, a can of Coke. It's seven, like... Some like eight, eighteen seven teaspoons. dwarves of sugar. <laughs> it's something like something ridiculous, like eighteen teaspoons. And the only reason that it isn't so sweet that it makes you throw up is because they put acid in to counteract it, so it actually starts tasting less sweet. But Coke have started making that water now, haven't they? So it's probably all fine. 
<laughs> any any corporation that manufactures water, it's got to be like clean living all the way. Oh, yeah, we it's take good. Coke and we take all the stuff from Coke out of it. <laughs> yeah. Just give you the water that yeah. has been just rinsed through like a Coke filter. Yeah, for eight pounds a bottle. <laughs> it's got smart water, isn't it? <laughs> What's so it's, smart about it? Well, it's not Coke. That's smart. <laughs> Lucas have started doing water as well. Everyone's moving into the water market. Aid's meant for when I don't get people that and Vix does this. I don't get people that drink Lucasade when they're not ill. <laughs> I know it's healthy people drinking fizzy drinks. No, I know it is like a standard thing, but like I only ever remember having Lucasade when I was a kid, when I was ill, because it was something... My mum used to get, like, a litre of it, because it was something sugary that you could keep down. Mm. Like, it wasn't going to make you sick. And that's the only time I ever had Lucasade. So the yeah. idea of drinking Lucasade now makes me think that I'm sick. <laughs> there was something about um, Lucasade, a myth about it replenishing minerals like when you're it's vomiting that it's got sugar which is, in it yeah well i got a similar thing but i'm not as a not as judgmental was yours lemonade or something Le- if i i don't understand if you're ill and you're not drinking lemonade <laughs> Do you know, it's just lemonade just makes me makes me less nauseous but it's purely because i was given lemonade yeah. when i was nauseous it's like a placebo effect yeah it's just yeah. that dissolves that and yeah. that's kind of done but it's not a case of like i think everybody who's drinking lemonade when they're not ill is scum like it's just no feel free to enjoy the lemonade it yeah. all fucks but if you are ill why aren't you drinking Have some it? lemonade yeah but there but uh, there's some deep-rooted horrible diabetic bloodline there because i remember at uni i gave up sugar preemptively you know yeah for like for a while i think it was like yeah. three months mm. i started having hallucinations and it was for sprite Right. <laughs> I think it was like a woman pushing a pushchair down the road outside my house because I was just staring into the street. <laughs> just looking for sugar. And yeah, this like baby, the Sprite, the, the, the what, gremlin or whatever that was in one Sprite advert at the time kind of just like popped out of the crib and belched the word Sprite. And I was like, well, I better get something to drink. <laughs> Oh yeah, we were talking about dreams a while ago, weren't we? Uh, yeah. I had a dream. All right. I remember the first dream I've it. remembered in a while, and I don't know what it says about me, but it was the day before my wedding, and it I wasn't looking forward to it. like the, surprise the me. entire marriage <laughs> at all. Like I, it was just as if you just kind of just landed in. Oh, by the way, you're getting married to this person. <laughs> yeah, but I then I broke up with them. I don't know who they are. It's, uh, yeah. it's like one, I think it was my first girlfriend. And I was just like, I don't want to marry this person. <laughs> and I don't think she wants to marry me. Like, why are we doing this? And yeah. every time in the dream, I kept on trying to... I was like, if I just get her aside, I'm sure the whole day before the wedding thing doesn't really matter. I'll just be like, do you actually want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> but every time I would try and initiate a conversation, I think it was a a wedding rehearsal. Is there a wedding wedding rehearsal's a thing? There's yeah. like rehearsing eating... Yeah. But is there also rehearsing in the church? The, the, to be honest, the rehearsal eating, I think, is just so people will put up with the church. But the only real thing that you have to rehearse is the church. And that's right. so the vicar can be like, okay, now you'll stand here and then you'll give him the ring. And then he'll say, I do, hopefully. Okay. And so will she. And yeah. It's just to get, just so people know what their responsibilities are. And, and then you all stand in it. It's like blocking. 
Yeah. It's like Sam Amdram. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so it was the wedding rehearsal. And like, as she was coming up the aisle, I thought, well, I'll go and have a chat. Be like, you, you, you know, what's going on? <laughs> well, but, she's walking up. She's yeah, me, it's a me. rehearsal. Oh, oh right. Bit, okay. Yeah. yeah. Rehearsal. Um, but she just completely ghosted me and went and talked to someone else. Oh, so God. I was like, oh, okay, well, this is going to be a good marriage. Yeah. <laughs> so already there's communication issues. But then her dad got abducted or something. <laughs> so I was like, yes. Like reverse shotgun wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her dad just went missing. So then the whole focus of the of the wedding was like, oh, where's this chick's dad? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, if this carries on until tomorrow, we're not going to get a wedding with a missing father in the mix. <laughs> no. But then obviously he comes back and... Um, I can't remember what happens next. Yeah. But they all lived happily ever after, probably. Hopefully. Well, by the it. sounds of it, they probably didn't. <laughs> it sounds pretty, pretty, uh, not not horrible, but sad. Yeah. It's just Loveless. a sad life. Just, yeah. yeah. Just people getting married for the sake of getting married. Yeah. So as the plans come along. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's getting married, everybody. I don't, I, probably people know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I've talks about it on here i don't think i have well it's a empty lie isn't it so <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is the, i don't bring it up because it doesn't really phase me like a lot of people like my age and like guys in particular seem to be like, there's a, there's i've a made guy promises in, the in front of god before who cares <laughs> there's a guy in the office who's like he's, he's a couple of years older than me he's been with his missus for like six seven years and he's like, I don't want to get married. I'm like, well, what are you scared of? Like, I, it, and it's it's not like he's doing it because he has a, a problem with marriage. Like, it's a moral disagreement with it, which I understand. I know of people who've got that. They're like, no, I don't want to get married. It's not for me. Mm. We're just in a committed relationship and we're very happy. We're going to keep it like that. Like, people who are, seem like physically afraid of marriage. Like, it's just, I just, I don't understand it. Like, well, I, I've if, got, if, you, yeah. if you boil down all of the ceremony of it, it's a piece of paper. Why are you scared? Well, I know I only know a few people who are terrified of marriage, and they've all died young. So I don't know <laughs> what that means. <laughs> like, what, what does that mean? But like, it seems weird because, like, do you have to say I do? Yeah. So, like, because it's a if contract, I say, right? I don't. No, but there's then... like a legal contract. You got a wedding license, yeah. and The kind of thing, and they go, "Oh, well, did you say the magic words? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay then." And if not, then no. Like, in fairness, yeah, you have to do the ceremony and everything, and there are certain things that they that they have you say and that they have you go through, and they're pretty much the same standard stuff every time. Changes depend on the religion or sect yeah. or whatever. But essentially, yeah, you have to do the ceremony, and then you have to fill in the paperwork at the end. You sign the certificate <laughs> and that. The weird thing is, since I started filming some, um, because it's a legal document... You're not allowed to photograph or video people signing or anything with the actual document. I have, to, have to turn like, off. Yeah. I have to turn off my cameras and turn off all the audio recorders and everything else. And then they do that, and then they bring out a dummy document, and then you can switch <laughs> everything back on. And that's when all the family can take pictures with them and stuff. But like, let's like, celebrate the lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's bizarre, but I guess it might be just a law about legal documents and things. Like maybe it's just like maybe you're not allowed cameras in a solicitor's office, say, or something. You're like not that. allowed to take photos of a train station. So. You're not. No. That's security weird. risk. Really? I've, been, I've got told off loads of times. Jesus. Like, I, I guess like from within a train station. That's when it's happened to me. The yeah. People take photos of trains like, all the time. Almost like you're scoping it out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the case in the joint. Yeah. Like that's 
I gave information that the born identity number yeah. three was made out of or something. But yeah, like people coming up. You're not allowed to take photos of an oncoming train either. <laughs> really? Yeah, because the flash will distract. Yeah, the, you're not meant to be. The on flash the will distract the underground driver, and he'll swerve the train <laughs> off the tracks. <laughs> 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 Well, I guess it's so you can't do an emergency break, I guess, if necessary. But yeah, I, was just, I always got told off at train station, like, stop taking photos. It's just it's bizarre. Like, like flashes right. don't Fair mean... enough. Why can't you photograph an oncoming train, but speed cameras are legal? Well, they're behind... Most of the time, they're behind you, aren't they? But there are some in front speed of you. Speed cameras, uh, police officers, blue flashing lights. It's all distracting. <laughs> lightning. It's, it's all as distracting, yeah. Stop that lightning. <laughs> No, but I think it's, it's <laughs> yeah. Metallica's lesser-known album "Ban the Lightning." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, yeah, but the thing about marriages was like because it's a ceremony where certain rituals have to be like. If you're Jewish and you don't smash glass like beneath your feet, <laughs> yeah. are you not married? There's like, well, know. he didn't. Did he? Did they pick him up in a chair? Yeah. No. Well, he's not. He's not married then, is he? Yeah. Can you it drink out of it? Yeah. Well, uh, sorry. You can't do this. <laughs> yeah. If you only it's break it, it's, it's got to be broken to the correct degree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like some weird kind of ceremony for it. But mar- how do you get into marriage? Um, Something about marriage. Your dream. Dream about marriage. Yeah. Well, and that's then, rounded that off very nice. And then nicely. you were like, yeah, are you looking forward to yours, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, is your dad going to get abducted, Steve? It's going to be good. Like, being married will be the same as we are now, except there'll be a bit of paper as well. Oh, yay. Just, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've got nothing against marriage I think it would be quite cool to be married but you know I'm alone so <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah the only thing that, that I get concerned about is the whole legal money thing about you know doing a prenup and everything and people freaking out about prenups it's just like I just don't want to open myself up massively no. vulnerably or open up someone else if I don't I was, care about money so if I was on like my second or third marriage or something like, I would understand the need for a prenup, but if you're on your first marriage and you think I should get a prenup, then you're probably not marrying the right person. Well, I think, well, no, no, no. you see, I, I see them, I see money in relationships so completely differently because of bad experiences or whatever. Mm. But in your situation, you're very, from the outside, it seems like you're quite evenly matched in a lot yeah. of ways. And there's just so many situations I can see where it's just not evenly matched. And you go like, why would you be against a prenup? It yeah. means you don't love me. No, it doesn't. It means yeah. if things go bad, I don't want you to have anything and I don't want anything of yours Yeah. before we met. It all, it's all gets split fairly yeah. and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. just everything we've earned together gets earned together. It's just I really do separate money and love completely. I didn't always, but now, now I do. I it's just like I don't understand any confusion. But I don't think it's such a huge problem. Over but I've been here, single for a long time. So. <laughs> I think there's much more emphasis on it in the states because marriage laws, divorce laws are heavily in the favour of women in the states. Yeah, like very heavily. But then um, apparently, if I'm arranged to be married to someone that I don't really know. And even if their father gets abducted, I'll still go through with the wedding. So I need to protect myself from myself. (laughs) (laughs) Even from the fucking, the unknown. Uh, But I treated myself today as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I've done it twice now. All right. In the past 10 years. I went to a barber's. Oh, right. Like, oh, yeah. I can't be trim. asked to shave myself. Yeah, but he just did, just did weird things. Mm. Like, it's weird to have someone rub your head a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, it's was, it was okay. She was pretty fit. But it was, yeah. it was just like, it was, it was a bit weird. But they shaved the, the cheeks. Yeah. Yeah, like, just... Yeah. yeah. Like, but why? I don't... I don't know. Hair, so just tidying it up. Yeah, but I'm just rough. Not rough. <laughs> lazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like, I don't care about... Oh, oh no. I, oh, he's got hair on his face. I always trim them. Like, I... I I, it's so rare that I wet shave, but if I've got my trimmer, I'll just trim like those bits. Yeah, I just, no, I just like it's just part of my face. Deal yeah. with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they said they had a weird moment. They offered to trim my eyebrows, right? And I was like, uh, I don't know what to do in this situation, so I said yes. <laughs> and afterwards, I felt horrible about myself. <laughs> Oh, no. Like, no, what I've have I got... done? <laughs> exactly. Now I've got trimmed eyebrows. Sucking my will to live. <laughs> I've been growing those eyebrows for 29 years. <laughs> it's all gone. All progress is gone. That's that's not how eyebrows work. <laughs> is it not? They don't grow. No, it's the same as all your other hair. It grows and then it falls out and then another one grows. And we've yeah, but then then why rush the process? <laughs> Let nature do its course. Because man. they don't all grow at the same rate. It's just to keep. It's just to. I don't know. Have you ever looked at someone and been like, oh, eyebrow? Apart from, well, yeah, I've done that, right? Where you've seen someone's eyebrows and be like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. But that's because they've gone and done something insane. Yeah. Insanely, they need to manage, like, even tattooed eyebrows. It's like, there's a lot of work involved in that in terms of yeah. waxing your head. You know the fucking weird thing about tattooed eyebrows? Because your skin essentially keeps growing and replacing itself, you get them tattooed. And as you get older, they move further and further up your face. <laughs> you look more and more surprised. <laughs> so, when you, yeah, so if you get it done, and when you get up really old and they haven't faded, they'll be like on your hairline. <laughs> <laughs> His eyebrows are retreating. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I had a moment of like, I haven't felt anything. You know, feelings? I haven't had any of those mm. for a while. Very Dennis Reynolds. Um, <laughs> but haven't had like a feeling of like, oh, opportunity of love of any kind. It's just been completely dead and and numb i'm i'm, I'm doing good <laughs> but today at the barbers i had a little moment and it was, it was like she is this the hairdresser chick she's married and she's talking about family so it's nothing potential hmm. but <laughs> there's this moment where i told her that you know just leave me alone don't talk to me and she she didn't <laughs> i felt like in, like this is good yeah you know you speak to someone in a professional capacity who's like customer service facing mm. and you say like you know i'm not really a talkative person just i'm well, not right now just leave me alone yeah uh, but they're so used to talking to customers I, I and including to, it i used to hate talking to <laughs> i used to well no yeah i used to love talking to people as a customer service guy because they used to give me loads of tips yeah but i've just found recently being on the receiving end of of it and giving off signals of like hey just fucking leave me alone you know and them just carrying on has been incredibly yeah. frustrating for me yeah not frustrating it's just like the little bit of like just dude get the hint like yeah. can you not just leave me alone but all i all i said to this was like, i just don't want to talk mm. and she went okay and just didn't talk for the rest of it and i was like Maybe there is someone out there for me. <laughs> can take like a direct yeah, criticism and just me. be like, yeah, it's like I've said no and you've said okay and then everything's fine. It was pretty good. But I've said no to some people and they've they've not knowed. Yeah. They've just yesed right. forever, <laughs> which I've avoided uh, talking about on the podcast because she knows my real name right. and... That means that she could find the podcast and she has, uh, I'm going to try and be nice because I've 
well, being nice is what kind of got me into this situation, I guess. But, you know, she's not stalked me. The following segment has been edited out because due to her knowing my real name, she did find out about the podcast. And uh, coincidentally, she did start sending me some pretty weird messages this week. And I'm a pretty big fan of my house not being on fire. So in the interest of my personal safety and, you know, I don't want my house insurance to go up in flames. (laughs) Look at that funny joke. Um, We're going to edit it out and uh, get on with the show. Let's uh, see. Where were we? I'm, I'm a very complex person, I think, mm. <laughs> which is why I believe in love when I tell someone to leave me alone in a hairdresser's and they like, yeah, okay. But, oh. <laughs> um, so when I first meet somebody, I tend to be really accommodating. So, like, I try and figure out what they like. Like, there's this, again, well, this person doesn't know my real name, so they won't know about the podcast. Yeah. There's a person I've been talking with um, online, haven't met up with yet or anything. Um, seems like an okay person, but recently they've told me they like, uh, asked them what comedians they liked and they listed some, uh, not bad comedians, mm. but just not. Of the mill. Uh, well, Jeff Dunham, like uh, the right. ventriloquist. Okay. The other side of things. Then. Yeah, it's just like, uh, in line, uh, like Lee Evans, Rod Gilbert, I think it was yeah. someone else. But it was just like Jeff, as soon as I heard Jeff Dunham, I was like, oh, you don't, you don't like, you like comedy for different reasons than I like comedy. Yeah. yeah. Basically. But my response to that would be to try and uh, maybe, you know, I'm not going to sell you short. Like, I'm not, I'm not judging them, but it's like, uh, there's a difference of opinion here. Yeah. So I will try and accommodate it by encompassing what you, what I think you want out of somebody based on mm. Jeff Dunham. Yeah. You know, isn't he like, for, uh, isn't he the guy that was like, uh, silence, I'm going to kill you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a. There must be a way to do it with stand-ups, right? But there's um, there's a website. I think it's I think it's called Boil the Frog, right. um, and you essentially put in two songs, completely different songs, um, and it will build a playlist that bridges one song to the next, right. to to that one. So it'll put like twenty-five songs. So seamlessly you get from this track to this track, no matter what they are. Mm. You can probably figure out a way to do that with stand-ups well i, did, uh, well, I guess the reason easing across that spectrum yeah well the reasons i, I find it difficult to believe with stand-ups is because I, I would disagree with it being able to be done with music because it's the same reasons like well people like music for different reasons people like stand-up for different yeah. reasons like what if you played i don't know david bowie and um i don't know some other band would it just be like oh the songs that they have the similar kind of melodies mm. or oh, it would be songs from the 80s building into the 90s mm. or, you know what's going to be the what are you basing it on popularity or what what you're doing so it's probably but it's, i think doable. the thing's based purely on sound so it would be just on their content i guess yeah. so like you'll go from some gangster rap song into uh, a a musical piece from from an opera yeah I said it's not going to be a science. It's just like, oh, it's a cool experiment kind of thing. But, yeah, I mean, I'm a massive comedy nerd, so it's it's probably the same as somebody, like, saying that uh, they don't like Star Wars because they're not a fan of Patrick Stewart. You're just like, all right. Star Wars? Exactly. You you don't know 
this universe the way that I know this universe. Yeah, yeah. You know, is, is how I feel about comedy. So it's like, uh, but but other than that, they seem quite nice. They know how to make gravy. I still don't know, and I want to know. Really? Yeah, I know the idea of it, but I've never done it. So it's just like, oh, it's something about a carcass. It's such a loose thing. You can call a lot of things gravy. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like what you the boiled water from the vegetables you keep, and then you add the bones of the chicken, and then yeah, corn flour or something. Stock or know. something. If you're making gravy, like yeah. yeah, just some some stock, and when you roast the meat, you take the juices from the pan and pour it in. But isn't and then add corn but, flour or something to thicken it. Yeah, but it's just getting yeah. It's the whole process of like I'd rather do it on my own rather than like store bought stuff because I just find it more interesting. Yeah, add more yeah. stuff to it, and I've never been asked to properly go through with it i'd rather do but it on my own because store-bought stuff is i can't like I'd, I'd rather do it on my own but i'm not going to because i'm lazy so i'm just never going to have gravy <laughs> <laughs> no i like store-bought stuff oh, right. like i like the store-bought gravy but i just think if i'm going to go through the effort of making a roast dinner yeah, i'd like yeah, to do yeah. everything yeah. as opposed to yeah, doing like do. half of it yeah um but yeah so that's my symptom I'm, I'm quite a complex person but when i when i'm meeting new people Sometimes I'll put on airs depending on my mood. Like, so obviously, you know, sometimes I wouldn't, I won't. Yeah. But sometimes I will, and I, I tend to do it too well sometimes. So then it's like, how long do I keep up this charade? Yeah. And then how long should I just wait until I crash you down to earth? Yeah. Or well, do I just let you believe I'm in Iraq? Yeah. I mean, last week you were telling the drunk with his with dead grandma that you're a clown. Oh yeah. <laughs> Looking for an elephant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Depends on my mood. <laughs> Depends how I'm feeling that day. Anyway, anyway, uh, that's enough of uh, me, my love life, and my eyebrows. Uh, <laughs> like me, myself, and Irene. Just... <laughs> um, yeah, there, uh, on, on some articles, there was a there's some footage that's been released from a police body cam of a policeman in America responding to a armed robbery call mm. and him seeing somebody with a gun running down the street and him like stopping him yeah. and having to fire a warning shot mm. turns out <laughs> the people the person he saw with the gun running down the street was an actor right <laughs> they were filming a low budget film about an armed robbery <laughs> And they just didn't tell anybody. Like, they didn't tell the public police yeah. or anything that, hi, we're going to be running down the street with a gun. <laughs> Please don't shoot us. So, like, this guy's in, in character. Um, and he, he's, it's so fucking lucky he didn't get shot. Like, he pulled the weapon on the police officer. Like, he raised the weapon, and the police officer fired a warning shot, right? Jesus. And the guy just went to the ground and was like, we're doing a film! Why did you raise your gun? <laughs> yeah, you're just like, that's that's, that's that's just a death just, sentence, Just yell, right? cut. Just <laughs> put it down, and be like, yeah, no, it's fine. We're I didn't think about <laughs> There's that. There's a then. camera here, <laughs> and one here. <laughs> there had to be a crew. Like, it was low budget, so it might have been, like, a guy following him with a camera. Yeah. But I, I just imagined it as just him, like, coming out of a doorway. But there must have been a film crew of it. some kind. Well, the thing is, with run and gun stuff, where you don't really have permission to do anything, everyone's either... It's either do it all as quickly as you can and mm. get out, or do it inconspicuously. 
so people don't even know that you're filming, which is fucking dangerous yeah. when you're doing something like that. <laughs> like, when you're trying to disguise the fact that you've got yeah. an M60. Yeah, exactly. If you're just filming someone like walking along a bridge, it's just like, okay, we'll just stand way over there, get a fuck off zoom lens, yeah. and, just, and just pull in. And that's fine. That's all you need to do. No one will know anything. Mm. But if you're running along with a gun, it's probably best to tell people or put up <laughs> signs or something. Just anything that isn't yeah. like, if I accidentally draw a gun on you, don't yeah. shoot me. In that instance, follow them. Follow them with yeah. your camera. Don't hide. Well, he was, so the policeman yelled, like, drop the weapon. And the guy, um, you know, you're in, you're in, <laughs> you're, you're in a scene. What, this one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's, yeah, in a, that one. <laughs> he's in a scene. He's probably quite method. He'd, he'd fuck the police, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got another actor. It this must is, be so confusing. To be like you're in character robbing a bank or yeah. whatever, running out the door, and then a an improv policeman yeah. turns up. Yeah. <laughs> like, do I, a policeman in do the I, scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you had fake blood. I didn't even know, I didn't even see you put it in my arm. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> but yeah, he's walked out. Yeah, it's just I thought it was amazing that he was just so fucking lucky to be alive. Um, yeah, those filming the movie had not notified authorities they'd be shooting in area business, in the area, and business, and on public thoroughfares. <laughs> yeah, gun was a prop. <laughs> yeah. uh, just fucking the bad luck and the good luck at the same time. Um, well, that's just a weird thing as well. I saw the phrase, the luckiest man alive, or the luckiest person in the world, yeah. seems to always preface someone being incredibly unlucky. <laughs> But not unlucky enough, apparently. <laughs> like, there was, like, the luckiest guy in the world. He was on his surfboard and a great white took his legs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he didn't come back for his face. Lucky, get lucky escape. It's like, oh, don't call him lucky. Yeah. <laughs> he's about as lucky as the rabbit that lost its foot. <laughs> like, he's not, it's just, he was, he was unlucky and he got away with it. So he was lucky. But he was also he was more unlucky than he was lucky. <laughs> is how I would phrase it. Um, on that note, I, I you know political correctness and you know health and safety mm. it's gone out of control. <laughs> I mean, in London now, carrying acid in public without good reason is now outlawed. Ah, oh. can't carry acid. <laughs> this country. <laughs> It's gone to the dog. What has happened to my country? And you can't sell it to under 18s anymore. Oh. Can't even buy vinegar. <laughs> Could I, I have a mug of acid, please? How old are you? Yeah. 18. Oh, sure. What's yeah. your reason? Um, uh, getting rid of rust on my car. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Dave, don't sell any pH below a four to a minor. <laughs> <laughs> Home Secretary Amber Rudd has announced the crackdown, as she also vowed to cut the number of knife attacks by preventing children from buying knives online. <laughs> right now, I'm 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 no savant, yeah. but you can't buy bombs, right? People Not just, really. People just find a way to Not make on, them. Not on Amazon. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You can you can make one in your shed. Yeah. You can probably go to a. Like for acid, you could probably melt a battery if you wanted. Well, it's not. It's not a base element. You can yeah. buy the things to put together. To it doesn't even have to be acid. It's just a horrific corrosive liquid that's not necessarily acid. Yeah, but you're not allowed to strong carry alkali, it. In very strong anymore. soap. <laughs> <laughs> that's that stuff in Fight Club. Lie. That's yeah, an alkali. Yeah. 
And that'll burn the fuck out of you. It did burn the fuck out of his hand. Yeah. 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 Just a bit of Fight Club reference. Mm. <laughs> but I just, you're not allowed to carry it in public. Like, you're just carrying, like, a bucket of acid. Just, <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's open container that's just in my, in my head. Just fucking walking along. Oh, whoops. Oh, I never saw that episode of The Three Stooges. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're going to stop people carrying acid in public if they don't have a good reason," said Amarud. He's <laughs> got a good reason. I'm I, I'm struggling to think, especially in public. Yeah, like just carrying a, a mug of acid. Where are you off to? I'm off to bleach the grass. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. A coffee just wasn't doing it. I tried the two scoops. I tried. Just... <laughs> I, w- I want real heartburn. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, acid attacks are absolutely revolting, <laughs> which is a harsh. Way. It's not revolt. Like if you're if you're calling acid attacks revolting, you're calling victims of acid attacks revolting. Well, that's the thing that's weird. You've all seen the pictures of the victims. They never fully recover. <laughs> Endless surgeries and lives ruined. It's an odd. It's it's an odd word to use. Yeah, <laughs> but I understand what she's saying. Like. It's a horrible crime. The kind of person that could do this is revolting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so don't, you know, don't let them get, you know, two-for-one deals on acid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just restrict that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Oh, the acid lobby's going to be up in arms. (laughs) Until they put their arms in acid. (laughs) Um, She's also doing a bunch of uh, of little laws. Um, She's vowed to drastically limit the public sale of sulfuric acid. Um, because it is used to help produce so-called Mother of Satan homemade explosives, as you said. Yeah. Um, she's also doing some online stuff. Up to 15 years in prison for people who repeatedly view extremist material online. What? So, I, like, when I read this, I was just like, oh, so there's, like, disgusting videos or whatever. But no. I'm assuming it means, like, religious documentations towards extremist groups. Yeah. And, like, watching and... beheadings, I guess. Maybe stuff like that. Well, but I... again, it's, like, it's a grey area. Is that not, like, how to, like, repeatedly viewing documents on how to make IEDs and stuff? Yeah, probably. But it's like, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's quite extreme. How extreme is extreme? Ex- extreme home makeover. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, you could make that more explosive, but... Good morning, Harris family! <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. I, where, where, I, those are the new Muslims of New York or something. The new Muslim Brotherhood. I don't know. Is it? Shalama Lama Lakum? I, I don't remember. know. It's just fun to say. Um, she also wants... T- to introduce new technology to track down on indecent images of children online and remove them at an unprecedented rate. Which, unprecedented rate means that, like, it feel, I need to look at what unprecedented means again, but it feels like an unbelievable rate. Yeah. Unbeatable rate. Yeah. It's going to delete child porn quicker than you can well, say, delete that child porn. If you set a precedent, you set a standard. So if it's unprecedented, it's beyond the standard. So, much faster than usual. Faster than what we hoped. Yeah. Right, okay. Uh, She also wants to ban certain types of weapons, such as flick knives or uh, uh, zombie knives. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) The zombie knives are the fucking... uh, To be fair, they are a bit mental. What are they? I've never heard of them. The zombie knives are the big mental knives that can have, like, big curved blades with spikes and shit sticking out of them. Like, the kind of things that you'll see in, like, some futuristic horror movie. Right. 
Like it's just like custom-made machete knives. Yeah, like they're just hugely unrealistic and unwieldy things, but potentially horrifically deadly. Right, fair enough. So just deadly weapons. Yeah, like the kind of thing that, like, if you have, if you collect Warhammer, Mm. like the kind of knife or sword or whatever that one of those guys would carry. Yeah, yeah, just just gruesome, brutish, fucked up. Yeah, or zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Crafted out of random shit lying around <laughs> kind of knife. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so that's what she's doing. Um, you know, I... Well, <laughs> I have carried around bottles of sulfuric acid. Yeah. But for kind of domestic reasons. It's just to unclog toilets. Yeah. So I don't know... I mean, you could... I mean, I've never wanted to throw it in anyone's face. No. But I've never worn gloves when using it. And it says on the bottle you're meant to do that. You should. Yeah, yeah. probably. But I've got really good aim. <laughs> so it's just like acid. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I guess it's a good thing. Don't sell acid to kids. Yeah. yeah. Don't, you know, question people. What are you doing with that acid? Mm. What is your intention with that acid that we've given you for money? Yeah. Or whatever. Mm. Um... This woman got judged online as well in Always Chicago. Right. And I just find, well, <laughs> it'll lead on to the next thing. But yeah, she got judged online and her photo went viral because people were sending her abuse. Because there's a photo of her in an airport lounge with her baby on the floor. And people were furious. Right. Because like, what kind of mother puts her baby on the floor? Like, and she, I think she was on her phone as well. So it was like, oh, the she's baby. on her phone while her baby's on the floor. I don't see anything wrong with that. It just, uh, just out of the carriage, just lying on the floor. Yeah, on a blanket, on right. the, but on the floor. Where? Where was she? Airport lounge. So like, she's on a row of seats, and there's just a baby on the floor. And I was at first, I was like, oh, they're angry because they didn't put her on the seat. But it's a baby. Like it's going to be rolling around. You don't want the baby fall to off fall the off the seat. Yeah. So it's like it's just on the floor. And it's like oh. You know, the stampede of people are going to come by and trample the baby. No, it's like it's close up, enough to the. She'll pick up the baby. Yeah, and but but P- <laughs> the image went viral when it was uploaded to Facebook alongside a camp a caption a caption which accused her of being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this idiot. Yeah, and though she wasn't named in the image, um, some people managed to find her on Facebook. And send her, like, horrible messages. <laughs> and it's, it's just, like, this is where you're sending your hate? Who, who's angry? Like, you see, like, uh, uh, like people who stereotypically hate women and women who get, like, hate mail. Yeah. Like, you can kind of be like, what kind of misguided anger is this probably person who doesn't know how to process their feelings or whatever and they're taking out on this person? There's a logical kind of, like, you can connect why somebody might go to the lengths to find out more about them and... And try and connect with them in a horrible way. But who wants to just... Don't put your baby on the floor. Like, who's, who's going to such lengths as to, like, online searching them? Which I admit might not take very long. But it's still going to that extra length to yeah. fucking find someone. And t- You're a terrible parent. It's like... Oh, just, How is that a good is, use of your time? It's the thing. And it's like, they have no... It's obviously the no context problem. Where it's like, you don't know what's going on. She gives reasons, which I think she goes into way too much detail. But yeah. basically, I'd been waiting for 20 hours for my delayed flight and I was texting my mum about the baby. 
So yeah. I put the baby down. You're like, I don't, I don't even need that justification. No. Your baby can be on the floor yeah. if it wants to be, if you want it to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's people just getting, wanting to sp- spit venom at a, at a mother who put a baby on the floor. It's like, there's lots of people you can hate. Yeah. There's loads of, and like, even then I go like, I don't know why you would do that, but at least that would make more sense. Yeah. Than just yelling at somebody whose baby was on the floor. It's, I don't understand all these responses on social media anyway, because you're, you're in your bedroom trying to be morally superior to this person that you will never meet to make yourself feel better. Like you're scolding them so that people see that you're scolding them. So that they think you're a good person. Well, I, I see. I see it as the whole dick pic thing, you know. No, no, like, like people. Uh, they, there's an there's loads there's loads of comedy arguments about, um, like the way that about masculine projection. You got them as like, why do builders yell things from builders sites? What do they think's gonna happen? They're just gonna turn around and be like, "I'm yours." Yeah, and it's like you're, you're getting the wrong end of the stick. Like that, a guy. I, I've never sent a dick pic in my life, mm. but I, I get the idea that if some, like, if you're sending somebody your dick, it's not because you want them to be like, "Oh, yay, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll date you." It's got like, sold. Yeah, it's got. <laughs> I genuinely think it's got nothing to do with that. No, it's just getting out that energy because you feel that you have to get that energy out the same way that you would yell, a builder would yell at someone on the street. Yeah. Like they don't want to have sex with you right there and then. They might do it, but that's not their intention. It's just their intention to vent those hormones. And, to, and, and if people don't, in, if the person who's receiving it doesn't enjoy it, then that's a negative situation to be in. But yeah, yeah it's not like, there's no logic there. It's just genuine, it's just hormones. The same way that a, a, a People will look at a baby and go, oh, you go, what the fuck are you trying to do? You're trying to get that baby to communicate. You can't even talk yet. There's no logic there, man. It's yeah. just a hormonal thing to express that feeling yeah. because you, you're you feeling something you want to let out. Mm. That's, that's quite a good comparison, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's the same, um, whatever we were talking about, it's the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, finding someone online and, 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 and trying to set pour out some negativity onto them like you got it before it's like oh it's the school school ground mentality pull girls pigtails because you like them or whatever but i think it's also just like you just want to you just want that's just the human nature of the equivalent of sending a dick pic or yelling at someone from a building site or you know making noises a baby yeah you know it's just the same thing but just in in a different form and a more unacceptable form because it's got negative connotations but i don't think babies want to be patronized no i think oh look at the stupid baby I think it's, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're not thinking about the baby's feelings because you don't give a fuck about babies do you? yeah anyway yeah. um politics isn't politics fun uh like <laughs> this is just I, I i still can't care about politics but i care i just don't really talk about it much. i just i just can't care I just, <laughs> underneath it all, I see it all so ridiculous. Uh, so this is one of the, so I've forgotten his real name uh, and I've forgotten his stage name. Lee Nelson was his stage name. Begins with an S. Yeah, Simon. Steve, St- Simon Ronkin, Robkin, something Bro- like Brodkin. that. Brodkin. Brodkin, something like that. Something. Um, he's, he's, uh, he's done a few pranks before. He, like, he uh, approached the head of FIFA and he threw a bunch of money at him because they were being accused of taking bribes. Right. 
um, got for on stage something. With Kanye West, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Came on, starting. He's done these good stuff, good, yeah. good little prank stuff. And I can't remember when it was, but like this week, um, Teresa was it today? I thought the conference. I thought I assumed it would have happened at the Tory Party conference, and I thought that ended yesterday. But if it was today, um, yeah, Theresa May was giving a speech, which has since been called a car crash because she coughed. Lost her voice or something. Yeah, she had a lozenge and she tried yeah. to like make some jokes to get out of it. Yeah. But um, uh, Simon Brodkin or Simon Brodkin, uh, Lee Nelson, uh, actor, um, approached her with a bit of paper that said P45 on it. He said, yeah. oh, it's Boris told me to give this to you. It's yeah. a bit of a prank. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's, it's an incredibly peaceful prank. Yeah, He yeah, literally yeah. just approached her, like kind of waving it to um like uh, timidly yeah. she took it and he kind of turned around gave a thumbs up and then he like walked out yeah. and he was being escorted yeah but the way it's been reported <laughs> is like uh, incredible security breach yeah you know how dare he get close to the prime minister and you know oh thank god he left and when Theresa May took the paper from him she put it on the floor and got a standing ovation <laughs> It's like, well done. You know how gravity works. Like, you know how not to recycle. Yeah. You know, you know, you've dealt with that heckler. Like, oh, good put down. Yeah. You put his paper on the floor. Standing ovation. It's ridiculous. It's just more, it's just, you're, just, you're trying to show your support for someone who was very timidly mocked in the public forum. It's yeah. just, oh, she was so brave. You know, she's so smart and funny. It's just, it doesn't, it doesn't need a standing ovation. She said afterwards was, I was actually going to give this to Jeremy Corbyn. Oh, yeah. That's, that's not funny, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, it's so fucking out of touch with everything. Yeah. And then they say it's a massive security breach, which I thought about for a while. And yeah, you could argue that an illegitimate person got too close to Theresa May. But if they were searching people for paper, yeah, like, no one with a bomb got that close. No, no. one with a gun got that close. No, Somebody with a breach. piece of paper went into a political conference. They're just embarrassed, that's all. Yeah, like, well, it's just, yeah. They're, yeah, they're just embarrassed. He's, he's done it before to many people. Oh, that's the other thing. Uh, no. I'm thinking of someone else. But yeah, he's done these kind of things before. Like, he's, he's yeah. completely harmless. He, if he wanted, even if he had engaged, like, attacked Theresa May, the, the security there that would have yeah. dealt with the situation. It's easy to get in there anyway. Don't carry a gun. Don't carry a bomb. Go just, just dressed as a twat and they'll let you in. <laughs> it, it was such not a security threat. Uh, but it's, they just think because a non-Tory was there. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, one of the others, one of the others. Yeah. Came in and he was sat in the front row. Well, they got eggs last year. <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing. They spent. I, I got this information from Twitter, so I don't know how true it is. But they spent two million pounds on security this year. Yeah, and like on a couple of the days, the whole conference there was cost, no protests. The whole conference cost ten million pounds. <laughs> yeah, which is just insane because that's not that's not coming from that's 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 not coming from her pocket. Yeah, it's come. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's coming from people who pay to have dinner with her. Yeah. And, you know, um, give, just donate money because they've got too much money of their own. Yeah. But, yeah, they spent £2 million on security and there was loads, and I've seen loads of pictures of just nobody protesting at all. Yeah. And then there's been some people protesting. 
and uh, politics, politics. But mm. yeah, just the fact that people thought that Theresa May deserved a standing ovation and her life was threatened because someone handed her a government document. Yeah, it's just like Jesus Christ. Just, <laughs> just from from my perspective, it's so fucking ridiculous, and yeah. it shows how out of touch everybody there was. Like, if, if someone next to you started giving her a standing ovation, yeah. I would just be like, what the fuck are you doing? She didn't do anything. Well, it's like, it's, I don't, it's, I, th- I think they're just trying to kind of frame it differently so they yeah. can, like, play him off as a really bad guy or whatever, but like... Well, they're doing, they're doing the political thing of not answering or, or addressing the reality of the situation. Yeah. And yeah, trying to paint their own image of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just go like, well, just no, nothing's... No, everything's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, like, he's done this before. He's openly talking about it as he's being escorted out. He's not protesting. He's, t- he's openly doing a joke. He's a comedian. Yeah. And he's done this before. It's just, it's just a bit of a joke, a bit of a stab. Yeah. And yeah, you're just trying, oh, it's a fucking security. Well, this thing in Vegas, right? Mm. I thought, (laughs) well, there's a few things about it that I I found interesting. Number one was how people reacted when when ISIS said it was them. Yeah. Because I've always thought it's weird that ISIS just claim, you know, massive terror offenses by insane people. And they're like, oh God, ISIS is really connected. Yeah. But this time, because the guy who did the attack was 62... (laughs) Yeah. People were like, "No, it wasn't you." <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, ISIS. He's sixty-two. Yeah, he's he pretty set in his you. ways. Yeah, he hasn't got an iPhone. He's not going to talk to you. <laughs> he's got years of, of racism, and so yeah. he's not going to talk to random people about you know he's going to kill a lot of people. So, but but, uh, but what jumped out from that? People are outraged because he's not being referred to as a terrorist. Mm. And people are saying it's because of his skin color. Like, if it was a, a Muslim, it would have been a terrorist. If it was a black guy, it would have been terrorism. But uh, this guy was like a lone wolf. Well, it's an old joke that's been done. Thing, like, I I do agree that a lot, um, that when, usually when it's a white guy in the press or whatever, they, they're very reluctant to call him terrorists, regardless of their motive. But if this guy doesn't have a fundamentalist motive, He's not a terrorist. Well, that's the thing. I think people... I think the confusion is is between a noun and an adjective. Yeah. And an emotion. Like, did he incite terror? Yeah. yeah. But was he a member of a terrorist organization? No, I don't think so. You don't, well, you you, don't, we, we don't if he If he wasn't, then I think it's the correct wording not to phrase him as a terrorist. Yeah. Because then you go, what organization is he aligned to? Well, you, but you don't have to be a part of a part of any kind of organization it's all dependent on your motive is your if your motive mm. is to is to have people act in a certain way big, through fear then you're a terrorist mm. um and in this instance it would be through fear that they're going to get shot so they're not going to gather yeah. at music venues or whatever but like it, it we d- we don't know because we have no motive and no anything yeah. about the guy i've always seen it as a uh, i can't remember what it's called like a crusade yeah. has been terrorism just because all the most recent terrorism acts have been religiously orientated so yeah. it's some kind of like in the name of x y or z that's what i've kind of phrased it as terrorism yeah but yeah people seem to be like oh it's because he's white it's like well there's more information being gathered i mean he seems to be just the psychotic break like he seems yeah. to be a psychopath who decided to kill a bunch of people yeah um and whether that makes him a member of a terrorist organization or have terrorist motives or whether 
people were terrified of him. Mm. It's you know why is it so important for you for him to be labelled a terrorist? And it, it seemed it's it, the only reason is because oh because if a black person does it for any for, for whatever reason that means they're a terrorist, and if a Muslim person does it, then it's a terrorist. Yeah. And I I, I do agree that if I, anybody does it for us, it should be about a specific reason as opposed yeah. to your cultural background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if if all the facts were clear and it turned out that he was doing it and it was. Uh, it was religiously motivated or or otherwise then it would be very i would say it's very important to to, to label him as a terrorist yeah if, you, if it um, was for christian values or something yeah just because it's christianity doesn't mean it's not terrorism but until you have that information if that information is even there if he's not just if it's not just a, a, a switch that's flipped in his head <laughs> and he's just gone mental for some reason then he's not a terrorist up until that point yeah there's another thing in it as well that i found I found interesting, but I, I can't put my finger on it still. But it feels like America was trying to be British because the, <laughs> there was this thing being celebrated, which I still think is stupid. Mm. In the middle of all the shooting, yeah. there's a picture of somebody giving the finger to the hotel, like just putting <laughs> his middle finger up, and it's mm. a bad picture because he, he could just be flailing his arm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's being sold as like. It's not being sold specifically like this, but it feels like it's being sold as like the recent surge of Dunkirk spirit. Yeah. You know, and like, oh, you know, in the face of danger. But this in the middle of stuff, like the vi- it was a video that was being filmed. And just after he, the guy put his finger up, like some woman got shot next to him. Mm. So they kind of panicked and ran away. I'm not saying that for cowardly, but I'm saying that in the middle of a firefight, maybe you shouldn't be, maybe you should look after each other first. Yeah. Before you put your hand, put your finger in the air. <laughs> yeah. He had his, yeah, he's being sold because he had a beer in the other hand. It's like, are you confused? Are you surprised that a, a, a drunk man is looking for a fight yeah. at a concert? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's with a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> he's just going to be doing something. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a weird reaction to it. Uh, have you seen Jim Jeffrey's reaction to it? No, no. I watched, I saw, I saw Trevor Noah's and I saw Kimmel. I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of Kimmel. No, I'm not a big he, fan of a lot of the Late Show hosts. I'm honest. not I'm not big on him being the like the moral right. It's like, dude, you you're a TV host. The only thing he's done is, is Matt Damon. Uh, the whole thing yeah. is gold. Yeah, but that's the only thing I like. Yeah, but um, I, I Jim Je- I mean Jim Jeffries is awesome anyway. But his reaction to it, I thought, was quite uh, a different take. Mm. One, I just you should watch it, everybody, because it, it's intelligent. It, it does it the right way. But the basic theme of this on this, he goes, you know, I've said everything that I've wanted to say on this. I would like to say more, but you've America has chosen to accept this to be its reality. Yeah. So we just have to live with it. Yeah. So I've told you all the reasons why you shouldn't. I'm not going to tell you again. You know, there's no you. This this is we have to accept that this is the way that America wants it to be. Yeah, because there there's no. I mean, you can throw around statistics um, because there's all these like, oh, sh- is it because of gun crime or is it just because of like outlying psychopaths? Because yeah, you can never of the, the, fully the state of mental health in the country. And- yeah, and it's like no, and I personally believe that no matter what you do, there's always going to be psych- there's you always going to be these random disasters. You can, at the end of the but day, you, you can't have to defend against hundred million people. You yeah. have to trust that the, 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 humanity survives on a great deal of trust that we are all 
on the whole, morally good people. Yeah, but but there are reasons, there are things that could have been put in place, you know. I mean, even if guns were illegal in America, say, if a guy went into a hotel with a duffel bag, and a duffel bag was full of guns, there's no, like, you know, metal detectors in all hotels, there's not bag searches in all hotels. Mm. Even if guns were illegal... If he was able to get hold of guns, he could have still done exactly what he did in the same way. Yeah. So you could. You, you, there's loads of different ways you can argue it and be like, oh, if he couldn't, if he wasn't able to get hold of a gun, then it would have been different. Yeah. But I think basically, like, yeah, there are these things that should be done, but the reason why it's not been done is because you can explain it all away by saying, oh, it's just random coincidence. It's mm. just, oh, you know, there's nothing you can do. I think it's both sides. It's just. Why not minimise the risk? Yeah. And the reason is because to, in order to do that, you have to give the government more power. You have to take power away from yourself and whatever and and whatever you want to do. But you kind of have to think, like, how many more massacres do they have to, does there have to? Because I was like, 50 killed, it's not that many. And you go like, mm. like 600 have been injured or something like that. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's a fair number. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty big number for you yeah. to be uh, throwing around shit. So yeah, I'd recommend uh, watching Jim Jeffries um, and his reaction to it because he's he's Jim Jeffries about it all and yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, kind of doing an interesting kind of take on it. The other thing in the news has been Puerto Rico and it's yeah. uh, Hurricane and Donald Trump's reaction to it being not presidential. Yeah. Which is like, all right, fair enough. But again, with in the same regard as like, you know, how much longer do you want to keep complaining about gun control and watch nothing happen? Yeah. How much longer do you want to watch President Donald Trump not be presidential? Yeah. And just be like, this is just yeah, the get it. situation. He's, he's he's a complete asshole. Like, yeah. This is this is this is what a lot of people voted for, and this is the reality of it. By just bitching about what he's doing, you're not really going to change anything. Yeah. Like, well, I think it hasn't been accepted yet. Yeah, that the guy's just a moron. It's it's coming up on a year. Yeah, yeah. Like a full, which, uh, to be honest, I'm surprised he's lasted this long. Um, considering all of the shit initially, of like of um, all the threats to impeach based on all of these different things, which mm. may or may not be true, um, but the law and justice works very slowly. Um, and it could be that it does happen at some point, but in the meantime, you just kind of have to shut up and get on with things. Like, yeah. from my perspective, it changes nothing. It doesn't affect my life <laughs> yeah. in the slightest. Um, but but there's, um, this, there's this weird kind of expectance for him to turn around and do something out of character. Well, it's not going to happen, is it? Well, it's, 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 the same, it's, just, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's that same feeling you get when you go to your football game and you're looking in the stands to see if your parents are there to support you. Mm. After a while, you just accept that they're never going to be there. Yeah. You just accept that that's not what they're into and they're going to do their own thing. Yeah. But it's almost like they're still at the, in the, in the, on the field looking out to see, oh, maybe Donald Trump turned up this time. It's like, yeah. well, just, you know, what power does he really have on you? Just, yeah. just allow him to do whatever the fuck he's doing. Protest if you want, if you disagree with what he's doing. Yeah. But you know, don't don't waste your anger on your confusion yeah. of his ignorance. Well, just don't give just don't give him all the attention. Yeah. He loves the attention. Don't give it to him. There's people. There's there's fucking genocide going on somewhere in the world. Yeah. Put, your, put your attention on that. 
Because well, he is. There's, there's, like he's the big thing is like they're not sending as much aid to to Puerto Rico as, as they should be or they could be because they're wrapping up in red tape. Um, yeah, and I it's think like if you want to do that, then just go help. Just I think go do something. Donald was quoted as saying, um, "Oh, we can't give we can, we can't give this much money to Puerto Rico. It'll completely unbalance our budget." Mm. Which is like, it's it's a very businessman way of looking at things, I guess. But then it's like, well, you're the you're the president now. Like, yeah. this is this is what budgets are for. Like, it's so <laughs> you can figure out where you're meant to be, and so you can make alterations when you have to. Because this is yeah. a situation where you have to. Because Puerto Rico is not a foreign country. It's an American. Um, it's an American colony. It's an American yeah. uh, area. So it's that's like that's like imagine if it was Florida. It'd be like, well, we can't help Florida. Fuck Florida. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you know, the spreadsheet says no. So yeah. you just can't do it. I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. Go exactly. Dolphins. <laughs> exactly. So well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna run a hacksaw straight down the straight line and fuck Florida off into the ocean because there's nothing left there anyway. So yeah, it's like a tropical climate. I mean, well. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll push it out into the ocean. Climate will change for them, and everything will get better. <laughs> yeah. And they'll have a wondrous shipping industry. <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling to, to to hit back with comments because Jim Jeffries just says it perfectly. Yeah, and it's like I don't want to say what he said because I think it's better if everyone watches it. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, basically. I don't understand people's frustrations or, or lack of surprise with this person, with Donald Trump. Yeah. It's like, be angry with what he's doing, but just be more proactive with it. Don't yeah. be like, why are you being a bastard? It's like, because he's a bastard. Just, yeah. Or assume he's a bastard. Call him and just move on. Spending... Stop waiting for him to solve problems. Yeah. Spending your time on social media and whatnot, being outraged. Just to point out the fact that you're outraged. It's like I posted a thing on there the other day, which is like Anthony Jesselneck. Yeah, yeah. Of him um, saying how useless it is to, to to be posting like all thoughts and prayers and all of mm. that. I know, I know, like quite a few people have posted that kind of thing now, or have done. Oh yeah. Have made that kind of video. Have made that kind of statement. I know co- comics in particular have kind of. Again, Jim Jeffries has done it the best. Has he? Well, Anthony Jeselnik was awesome throughout his whole thing. Yeah. But just because of how it's in, in the most recent Jim Jeffries show episode, yeah. just give it away. It's so fucking good. But yeah, lots of people are now starting to criticize the hashtag culture of like, yeah. if I, just because I tweet that I support, like, what was it? Send our girl, what was it? Bill Burr's thing was. Yeah. Bring our girls home. Bring our girls like home, that. but yeah. the president's wife. It's like, what the fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> look, look across the dinner table. <laughs> Talk to him. <laughs> yeah. You get the most power. It's the leader of the free world. He picks up a phone. Your girls come home. What do you want me to do? Go over there with a sharpened up mic stand? Like, oh, no, no. Give him back. <laughs> Oh, fucking Bill Burr, man. Fucking yeah. Awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, I've started using Instagram. I noticed. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got a new phone. This was the last bastion for me where you couldn't ridicule me. And now you've got an account. I did so. from afar. Don't worry. Oh, did you? Every now and then. Because <laughs> I just know, I think when you did your Sing It Steve website. Yeah. Yeah. I think you linked in your Instagram. Yeah. And I noticed there were things on there that I hadn't seen in my periphery before. So then I learned that you know you've, you're posting things in an area. Yeah, you, no, yeah. You didn't want me to ridicule. <laughs> I've, you, now you take bubble baths. 
Yeah, that's the. But look at me. I started using Instagram. I'm wearing my sensitive sweater. <laughs> you are. You've had yeah. a haircut. Trimmed eyebrows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Manicure. Yeah, no, but it's really just I've got a new phone, and uh, when I first got Honey... One that your dog hasn't eaten yet. Yeah, when I first got yeah. Honey, she was young, she chewed off the front camera right. of my phone. Yeah. So I only had a selfie camera, so I didn't take any photos of anything with my with my phone, really. So now I've got a new... <laughs> you have to show people your phone to take a picture of. Yeah, if I wanted to take a picture of something, I had to just guess, <laughs> and then just guess where the button was, uh. and just hold it. So I never took any photos. Yeah. Um, so now I've got a new phone it's like oh I can take photos again so yeah. I started taking photos and stuff and I thought I can't remember what drew me to Instagram I can't remember what it was um, but yeah I just well, on Instagram I was like oh I'll start taking pictures of stuff and, yeah. and doing stuff and it's a weird community it's, well, I don't know whether it's just been so long since I've joined a, net, a, a social network Yeah. but like people people I know who I don't think like me to start following me and liking my pictures yeah. You're like, I worked with you a long time ago. Yeah. We got on fine, but like, we never hung out or talked that much. You were just kind of like in the working in the same place that I did. It allows, it allows you to passively be involved in people's lives as opposed to like Twitter or Facebook where like, yeah, you can like things, but generally you, you have to comment on them. You have to, yeah, have to say, retweet whereas, it. It's like a big deal. Whereas yeah. if you just like a picture. Whereas with Instagram, like there isn't, you, you can comment if you want to, but generally you're just liking pictures. But yeah, people I, people I don't know who I who aren't connected to me on social media found out I was on Instagram yeah, and just started following me. <laughs> and like, I've been stalked before, but like this, <laughs> there's a couple of people in particular who keep on following me on social media and I don't know why. And I, I'm, I'm not being paranoid. I think it's just they get a little pop-up saying, oh, so-and-so started using this. Yeah, go, follow, you... act, whatever. Yeah, because I got a notification when you joined. Basically, if I got you on but Facebook, but that must have been Twitter, through Facebook or something. Yeah, right? if I've got you on Facebook yeah. or Twitter, it'll tell me your friend blah 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 has joined yeah. Instagram. But there was people who I unfriended ages ago yeah. from Facebook and Twitter mm. who just found out. Yeah, and then yeah, just random people just like follow. And again, people follow to get follow backs or whatever. Mm. But yeah. yeah, weird kind of situation. I'm followed by a lot of different like companies, loads of camera, <laughs> loads of camera companies. Right. Nice. Well, yeah, because you do hash, more hashtags on than on Instagram than on Twitter or something. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. I just do it for shit jokes. Yeah. Just now that I've got, I've got, I've had loads. Of, I've got a backlog of funny photos that I've just yeah. taken photos of and forgotten about. Oh yeah. Uh, there's one I wanted to do because uh, I'm in the gym like actively now. Hmm. Um, temporary as it may be, we'll see how it goes. But uh, there's a big sign in the. Uh, in the spa, yeah, like in the jacuzzi area, it's got warnings on like the do's and don'ts of what to do in the spa. Like, don't go in if you've got a blood disease. Yeah, don't go on if you're covered in eczema. You know, and then they've got this: don't use them if you're in one of these groups. And it's just one group: the elderly. <laughs> <laughs> and it says the elderly have to be extra careful when using the spa facilities mm. because they could be, they could succumb to the extra relaxing effects of the spa more quickly than those who are younger. Just a really weird way of saying you'll relax to death. Yeah. <laughs> you'll die in your sleep. Yeah, yeah it's like, <laughs> I, was, I kept on trying to think about it. I thought it was like, yeah, you'll fall asleep in the spa and then you'll drown. Yeah. Or you'll fall asleep in the spa upright and you'll just boil to death. 
<laughs> or you'll just die. Like, yeah. you know, it'll just heat you up until your blood vessels don't work anymore and you just die. <laughs> but it's just weird that there's a little thing. If you're old, don't go in there because you will relax to death. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to go. <laughs> My gravestone. Nick Sniff, 1988 to whenever he succumbed to the relaxation of the spa. Yeah. <laughs> There's little jet streams underneath the grave. The bubbles come up, hot tub. Angels sitting in hot... Angels? Maybe angels on my grave. Do you believe in angels? No. no. I don't believe in God. So if you, believe in, if you don't believe in God, would you still believe in angels? I think you could do. Isn't there a song like that? I don't know. When you believe in angels... Harley Davidson. That's not... What? Did I miss this? Fade out. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounded like a song. Well, have you got any news articles this week? <laughs> There's a song, I believe, in Angels or something. It might be that Sarah McLachlan song. Yeah, but isn't that something about if you believe in angels? I don't know. If you believe in miracles, don't. Do <laughs> Where's your God? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what's been going on in your week? Um, my week, not how I have a lot. We've been doing house viewings. Oh yes. Oh yes. Um, and seeing mortgage advisors, which isn't as fun. Um, but our um, our our horizons have been significantly broadened this week as far as like what we thought we could we could afford and what we can oh, actually okay. afford. Yeah. So that's good. That's opened up a lot of opportunities. Yeah, um, mortgage advisors are cool. Financial advisors in that. Yeah. They get dis- to get discounts. Yeah, yeah. It just work makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, pressing forward with house stuff, which is good. It probably won't happen as soon as I wanted it to, but knowing that there's a lot more availability for us, it's, mm. it's much easier to take. Um but uh, yeah, that's all that's really been happening as far as my week goes. As far as other people's week goes. Um, <laughs> uh, parents were warned on Saturday that a music teacher with a non-profit group may have handed out flutes to school children that were tainted with his own semen. <laughs> I'm going I'm to make an orchestra. An orchestra of my seed. <laughs> Opera house of semen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a state and federal investigation was underway into whether youngsters at schools in Southern California may have received tainted flutes. <laughs> uh, several other Southern California districts notified parents by email on Friday and Saturday that a performer associated with a non-profit group Flutes Across the World was being <laughs> investigated. The performer distributes flute-like musical instruments made of PVC pipe or bamboo to students during music lessons, and the allegation is that he contaminated some of these instruments with semen. Uh, Joan Lucid, superintendent of the Saugus Union School District, notified parents on Saturday, the Orange County Register reported. So, <laughs> yeah, guy shoving his dick in flutes and giving it to kids. <laughs> um, oh, actually shoving his dick in a flute. Coming in a flute, giving it to children. I thought, for some reason, I thought he was just using, like, a mist. Oh, mate... <laughs> <laughs> like watering a ficus. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a creative. That's a very creative paedophile. Yeah, he's resourceful. Yeah, 
Um, but also dumb children thinking a PVC pipe is a flute. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, this flashlight's out of tune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one hole. <laughs> where'd you put your fingers? I'll show you where to put your fingers. <laughs> um, yeah, mine are all pretty quick. Um, oh, cool. Now this uh, seems this seems to be happening more and more. Um, but, uh, okay, so there's the whole flat earth thing. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I, I don't, I don't understand why we're still on this. Um, <laughs> I think, I think people have finally realised it's funnier just to let it happen. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> you can argue, you can argue against people who don't want to know facts yeah. as much as you want, but they're, they're never going to stop. So just let them write it out. Well, this guy's, uh, he's a rapper called B.O.B., um, I don't know. It's, where he's it's from. huge in the rapping. I don't know. Some rapper was like a lot of rappers have been the catalyst in this whole movement. I, it all comes from fucking like, insane clown posse, really, as far as I can tell. <laughs> it's them. But, oh, what's with space? What's with magnets? What yeah. the fuck's the deal? It's like who cares? Insane clown posse. <laughs> <laughs> you just go do your festival with all your fucking weird people that follow you around. Uh, anyway, rapper Bob has started a GoFundMe campaign to prove that the Earth is flat. Um, he made waves last year for tweeting that the Earth is flat and now wants your help to prove his theory. Uh, last week, he started a GoFundMe campaign called Show B.O.B. The Curve, uh, aiming to find <laughs> evidence that the planet is actually round. It states, help support B.O.B. purchase and launch multiple satellites into space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He'll be keeping you updated with step step documentation of the process help bob find the curve uh since the campaign launched on september 27 21st 27 donors have given a total of 596 dollars to the rapper at the time of writing uh, his aim is to reach 200,000 for the project <laughs> now i'm not a mathematician right but the nasa budget is a fair amount of billion dollars right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he's open to launch multiple satellites well, to, from his, like, back garden or they whatever. They had to pay, like, Bruce Willis to go up onto an asteroid <laughs> to fucking drill looking for oil or something. But no, but that, you just go like, all right, B.O.B. <laughs> Why don't you use some of the other satellites? Oh, well, they're all liars. And, you know, the people who made them, uh, they're not telling us the truth. Oh, okay. So have you designed these satellites yourself? No, no, we just get them from the um, uh, the people who lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go, go big or go home, mate. Like, design your own satellite. <laughs> I will give you money for you to attempt rocket science. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll play this joke out right to the end. <laughs> yeah, don't be like, don't get plans from NASA. Don't get plans from anyone else because apparently. They're not based on truth. So <laughs> don't put your lives and your your very knowledge and understanding in the hands of people who don't know it truth, is, Bob. What can what can multiple satellites show you? They can all show you a flat image. <laughs> well, you, you could use some form of science like bouncing radio waves or or some of that. I'm sure to triangulate something. Right. But so that's what the other things are doing anyway. For two hundred thousand dollars, he's he's going to send. Three things into space that are going to do more than just take pictures. They're going to communicate with each other. They're going to form like this whole map of the Earth and everything. But see, I was thinking about this the other day. What when they say it's flat? Yeah. Do they mean 
if you walk to the edge of it, you'll fall. It off. just you you will fall off. Supposedly. So just fly around the world. Well, that's just it. I don't understand. I don't understand where the argument is now. Yeah. Uh, whether they assume that it's just like, oh, you get to the edge and then and it's you, come, like, you appear on the other edge. Yeah. It's a forever path. Yeah, it's like, a, like, you used to get video games that did that. Yeah, yeah. The Matrix like snake. does it. <laughs> <laughs> the world is snake. Well, I've noticed that this largely happens in America. Yeah. All these theories. Yeah. And aside from what you, what you can say about education systems or whatever, a lot of Americans don't leave America. Yeah. So they just go to one side of America and look out and go, doesn't doesn't look round over there. And yeah. then they go to the other side of America. It doesn't look round over there either. Yeah. They go, like, well, why don't you go to the edge? Well, there's this sea in the way. <laughs> uh, why don't you fly around it? What, leave America? I mean, I need a passport. Oh, he's, got some, he's got some illustrious company uh, <laughs> who believe the same. Tia Tequila, uh, NFL player Sammy Watkins. I don't know who that guy is. Uh, NBA star Kiri Irving, although apparently it turns out he could just be taking the piss. Um, and, <laughs> and there was wasn't 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 he's raised five hundred ninety eight dollars. Yeah, so the NBA athletes have given like you know give him a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, like yeah, let's just see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, the thing is, I would love someone like uh, what's his name, uh, Bill Gates, no, right, to yeah. step in and just be like, here's two hundred grand. Come on, <laughs> let's 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 see it. Like I'd like to see what the next step is. Uh, you my, couldn't my, pay the guy who could do this two hundred grand. But my only caveat is I get to select the film crew that follows you around while you tackle <laughs> this project. Yeah. Uh, um, Parisians have united to defend pigeons' rights against birds of prey. Uh, thousands of Parisians have united to defend pigeons' rights following plans to bring birds of prey in to tackle the feathered pests. Remy Faroud, mayor of the trendy 10th Arid... That's a word I don't know for town. Um, expect a warm res- expected a warm response to his decision to draft two hawks and three falcons to scare off the omnipresent birds from the area. We have tried classic methods, pigeon spikes, lofts with sterilizers, but these improved... <laughs> Loft conversions, you know, hasn't worked. (laughs) So we decided to try new methods. However, the plan appalled people of the Pigeon Embassy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you should see the place where it's covered in shit. (laughs) Bread everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And they've launched a petition to protect the birds, which yesterday had signed by almost 20,000 Parisians. The birds of prayer due to start work for the council (laughs) starting October 7th. Um, doing what? Killing pigeons. They just released no, oh, okay. the falcons. I thought you said the, the pigeons start oh, No, 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 the falcons. Work. Release the falcons <laughs> right. and then they chase off the pigeons. Yeah. Uh, this technique, which is without danger for man, achieves optimal and lasting results, says Merlin, the falconry in charge of the operation, <laughs> which also scares pigeons away from the French Open tennis tournament. Well, if Merlin said it, then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have thought, I even thought about getting birds. It'd be like, oh, this pigeon's like just... Close the roof or have a guy up there just waving or something. No, like, they did it in London as well. Just what, they release birds? And hawks. Just... Yeah, eagles to hunt pigeons. That's fucking great. <laughs> I wouldn't have even thought of that. Um, since yeah. the campaign launched on September 21st... Oh, wait. Nope. That's back to B.O.B. <laughs> <laughs> B.O.B.'s employed the hawks. Yeah. You fly up to space and tell me if you can see a curve. <laughs> um, 
however, pigeon defenders disagree, saying the operation, which costs twelve thousand eight hundred euros for ten days, is expensive for the taxpayer and only produces temporary results. The operation also risks <laughs> temporary results. <laughs> Death. It's only temporary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The operation also risked finishing off Paris's few remaining sparrows. The sight of dive bombing falcons could see the remainder die from stress. They warned. <laughs> uh, oh, like you know, you, I, I mean, I used to ride motorbikes for years. So yeah. if I'm watching a YouTube clip of a motorcycle crash, hmm. I get a little bit like, oh god, just because I relate to it on, on a personal level as well and it's like oh don't do that oh god just imagine a sparrow doing the going through the same process <laughs> watching a pigeon try and escape an eagle oh god oh no oh, oh, and his heart gives up uh, the save the pigeon drive comes after thousands of parisians signed another petition denouncing efforts to control a rat infestation as a rodent genocide um anyway that's the end of that one <laughs> Don't kill the Rat King. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently they had to close a load of parks because there's so many rats now in Paris that they're afraid that children will get bitten and die of rabies. Like there's <laughs> fucking... Apparently there's just a huge infestation of them and they don't know what to do. But all these just, people are protesting about rodent genocide. Just close the gate. Yeah, they just, okay. lock, they just, they just shut the parks because they're like, well, we can't... If we get sued by potentially this many people who are going to get rabies because their children have been bitten... Or whatever, then we're fucked. So close the parks. <laughs> let the mo- let the rats have them. <laughs> but can they- <laughs> oh, what rat park? Yeah. Oh yeah, they love the swings. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the solution again is the same thing as the pitches. If I can get a mongoose or something. Yeah, well, that's just, that's, well, I, I don't have a problem releasing birds of prey and fucking taking out the pigeons. No, but it's, just, it's just people having a warped view of. The thing is, animals like people are against hunting. Yeah, it's just like you realize that the only well, in law-abiding areas of the world, the only way you can hunt is if there are too many of yeah. an animal, which means they're putting stress on their own e- ecology. Yeah. So like, you can only kill X amount of deer or lions or whatever per year mm. because they're negatively affecting both themselves and their environment. Yeah. So like. You have to do it. You are taking the place of the leopard that went extinct. Yeah. Like, humanity is meant to be there as a predator to balance these things out. Yeah. And that's all that's being suggested in the introducing the eagle into the pigeons thing is to yeah. kill some pigeons, let the pigeons but know to fuck But if you introduce off. it by man, then, then like, you're evil. Exactly. And because you're tricking the eagle into attacking these pigeons that it loves to do. Yeah. And you're killing it's these innocent anyway. pigeons. Like, it's just they, like, they're just, you're looking at it in a weird way. If, on the last series of Planet Earth, like, they did a they did an episode on cities. And they showed that, like, mm. birds of prey were moving in on cities now. Because it's such an easy way to get food. Yeah, yeah. And they're all protected. Like, people don't. Don't don't harm birds of prey. Like we 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 don't harm any bird generally. Mm. So as long as they stay out the way of cars, they're fine. Well, again, it's, just, it's people selectively choosing what selectively choosing, mm. being very selective about the information they decide to agree with or process. Like the whole Cecil the lion thing. Yeah. Like I believe like when it when his brother got sh- when Cecil's brother got shot, um, nearby villages were losing children to lion attacks. Yeah, because there's just too many lions and they're killing innocent people, mm. and it's like just please put that into the context when you're trying to ruin a dentist's career yeah. because he prevented some children from being murdered. 
Yeah. Like, don't hate the guy that much. You know, <laughs> just like, please put it into, please get all the facts instead of this. If you, if you cross this one very vague, but um, obvious line, then that means that you're evil. Yeah. And you, therefore we can punch you in the face and we can graffiti your house and terrorize your family. Yeah. It's like, just look at it a little bit more. Yeah, but he's a dentist and he shot a lion. It's like, Okay, but can you can you be more in? Don't be a basic bitch. It's about the yeah. whole thing. Just yeah. look at it a little bit further, please. <laughs> don't just be like he's a dentist. Dentists don't have to kill lions. He killed a lion. <laughs> he paid money to kill that lion. He even took a plane to kill that lion. Yeah. He's bad man. You know, and therefore he'd be shunned from culture. Yeah, basic bitch. <laughs> just fucking look into it more, please. Uh, You're uh, losing the parks, Paris. <laughs> to yeah. rats. You're bigger than rats. Come yeah. on, man. It's only going to be like 10, 15 years before we're freeing the rats the same way we freed the slaves and all of that. And just like, <laughs> yeah, no, rats can live as one. Yeah, you can rent an apartment. Just. just. <laughs> um, right. I, this is one more. And I'm I'm not going to read the whole thing because in all fairness, it turns into hor- hor- horribleness and just sadness <laughs> very quickly um, because it's just, it's just an abusive mother. Um, okay. But the actual start of it is... Uh, I found funny. Um, a four-year-old Texas girl named Olivia died. Oh, that's not funny. Um, <laughs> after her mother allegedly failed to call 911 because her cell phone was low on minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, well, I don't know how it is in America or whatever, but you don't need minutes to call 911. No. But I just... It just <laughs> I, I, I love that, I'd like, love to help, honey, but... Yeah, at you know. some point, yeah, as though that's going to work as an excuse. As though the police officer is going to be like, oh, right, I understand. You value your child less than you value your credit rating. I totally get that. <laughs> I totally get that. <laughs> yeah, you just, you, who uses a house phone nowadays? <laughs> yeah, I forget where mine is too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what's more expensive? A few extra minutes on your phone or, you know, a funeral? Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Yeah, anyway, so it turns out she was an abusive mother, and she potentially beat the shit out of the child. And she, that, but then she with her phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it's stuck on seven. Yeah, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, nah, fuck it. Let's just keep it anyway. I can't be asked to edit it out. But she's harassed. She hasn't harassed me, but just I think we I met up with her. Um, I think over the course of two weekends in a row, mm. like two and a half years ago. Say two years ago. Yeah, just over two years ago. When I was looking for a house, and um, we uh, we ended it because I, I had to go away and do stuff like long distance or like we can't really do long distance or whatever but she's kind of um still pursuing and i'll go through some of it because i'm not going to mention names or anything and she should take it yeah like she texted me yesterday oh right okay and um the whole situation is really funny but you know, I hope she's not really like sad or whatever. I don't know what she's so obsessed about. I mean, I'm not. I've, I always say I don't have an ego, but I do. Uh, but it's not like maniacal ego. Like I can understand how somebody might be attracted to me. Yeah. But I've done. You know how like they say that, that nice guys finish last, and this is this with, in this particular situation. I've been 
actively not as nice as I usually am. Yeah. So I don't know whether that's just the puddle effect of that. And I swear I've told you about this before, but you you, you seem to not remember. But yes, yeah, so I told, because we were going a long distance, I wanted to give a genuine reason that didn't blame her. So I said that, well, I think I said a family member was in a plane crash in Iraq and he's an alcoholic and going through issues. So I personally had to go to Iraq to go. <laughs> this was all to be nice, but not too nice. <laughs> I, need to, I need to go there, so I might be in Iraq for like months. So maybe we shouldn't go out to that cinema. See, you wanted to I, 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 I used to kind of like look up to you in a certain respect. <laughs> <laughs> because, but no more! <laughs> because you could always have the conversations that I sucked at. So I yeah. w- relationships for me would drag out for ages, long after yeah. like we'd we'd parted ways as far as our feelings went. Yeah. Um, just because I didn't have the balls to be like, this isn't working anymore, because I didn't want to have that conversation. Oh yeah, yeah. No. You, you, you kind of have that conversation, but you don't because now no. you're in Iraq. No, you see, <laughs> no. This is this is a special situation because I I usually just do the direct because it's like quick and clean. They'll learn from it and and whatever. I didn't. I this person didn't do anything wrong. Mm. Just not wasn't going to work, and they were too nice, <laughs> and I was being too nice. And I figured if I thought if I told them just no because of everything that you are. I thought they might self-destruct or <laughs> do it, it would it would have done more harm than good so just trying yeah. to be nice and be like oh right. the world <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in Iraq <laughs> um never don't talk to them and then like 3 months later no a year later right no this is at christmas this is on christmas eve <laughs> Oh, it's better. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, she. Te- we start texting again. Uh, she initiates it with me. And um, we start talking. And it's like, oh, it's Christmas. Maybe there could be a random... Oh, I'm back from Iraq. Maybe we can hook up again. And whatever. Not wanting to. not Just wanting to be polite. Yeah. And kind of being gut-wrenchingly alone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, it, I, I think better of it. I'm just like, oh, no... But um, she really wants to phone me, like right. to get that conversation going, and I'm, and I say, oh no, you know, not after all, all this fiery texts that we've been having, and <laughs> this is how the text message goes. I say, not after all these fiery texts. She says, but talking's fun. Then three hours later, she says, but so is silence. <laughs> <laughs> and then two hours after that. Uh, I must have said I'm going back to Iraq or something. She said, Nick, I really like you. I know you're doing the decent thing, but fuck it. I'm okay with long distance. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. And then I was going to do a slideshow, but it's it's all in this. It's all for, it's all genuine. I feel, I feel bad if she's listening now because I feel like she might take it badly, but it's all, it's not, not to make fun. Um, two weeks later, she says, I'm really sorry for that last message. It was incredibly selfish. I hope things are okay. Um, and then I, like sometime later that month, Hey Nick, I hope things have improved for you this year and that you're blissfully happy. <laughs> Which blissfully just sounds like it wasn't the word that she was wanting to use, but it <laughs> kind of worked. Um, the next morning, 
Um, she says, um, but, uh, Nick, you should know um, that I was really drunk last night. Um, I'm really sorry. I, I didn't explain, but I'm actually in a really happy relationship. Right. Um, I mean, I wasn't assuming that you wanted anything romantically. Then there's an hour wait where I don't reply. And she goes, because why would you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I guess I'll reply. I said, that's no worries. I'm not sure I'm in the best place romanticness at the Mo, to be honest. It's really lighthearted and casual. At the Mo. I've never known you to say at the Mo. (laughs) Choose my words carefully. I'm happy to just grab a drink and a chat. I'll have to see what other days I'm free. I might be heading back Wednesday during the day, but I'll let you know. Back to Iraq. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the discounts on flights midweek <laughs> to Iraq. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Yeah. She says, uh, perhaps we could have a cup of tea on Wednesday before you lift off. Um, or maybe meet up one evening this week for buns and cocoa. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, just like, oh, you know, she's trying to. Half an hour later, I'd really like to get over you. Oh, it's what, it's like, uh, or meet up for Coco. <laughs> um, then she says, ignore that, please. <laughs> and I say, sure. That <laughs> uh, was lighthearted casuals. Like, yeah, I'll ignore that. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I'll definitely let that slide. I, I thought something like this was coming. So yeah, fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and then she goes, I will always love you. A little bit because you get me, and that's where I, I can't remember. Um, but our timing is off, or maybe it's just not what I what I hoped for. And then there's this big silence, and then and you're silent. <laughs> so then I sent a gif of Macaulay Culkin screaming <laughs> and running into oh, yeah! the, the Macaulay Culkin house and home alone. <laughs> so she's just gone. And you're silent. And then it's just... Ah! <laughs> and it's Christmas time, so it's so relevant. That's funny, yeah. Lighthearted. Yeah. Anyway, that was last Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just got a message um, uh, Tuesday morning at one in the morning saying, uh, from her saying, hello and also hi. Uh, and then another text. And furthermore, I live in Zurich now, so there's no need to fear. Not that there was before. And that's the end of the chat. <laughs> you didn't respond, though. I think I did. I responded with some kind of polite, like, oh, Zurich, what are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> You're in just, Zurich, I'm in Iraq. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, oh, you know, it's a bit of weirdness. Um, but um, I think she's... Uh, she's just... I think she probably just gets drunk every now and then and yeah. thinks about previous experiences. Like, yeah. oh, I wonder if that worked out. It's like, like... For more episodes the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod. For anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature, or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at pullingteeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week.